Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for April the 28th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the tradition of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We're also convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Without further ado, a quick recap of yesterday's show. Kurt Crosby was with me, and we talked about this Oregon track coach blasts mask rule after one of his runners completely collapses from what they call complete oxygen debt. Okay. The college fix had the piece and what a shame that is, but at least more people are starting to realize the truth and come to their senses. Even the CDC just changed their guidelines. If you've been vaccinated now, you don't have to wear a mask outdoors. These people are crazy, folks. They're absolutely off their rockers crazy. We also talked in detail about the Seth Rich bombshell. Somebody wanted to pay or did actually pay a lot of money to murder Seth Rich. Yeah, the FBI reignites the mystery. I guess there was a cryptic pay-for-his-death document that got released, or I should say forced to be released. The FBI, in its forced release of heavy, heavily redacted FBI documents regarding murder, the Gateway Pundit previously noted the FBI lied and said they didn't have any more paperwork. Well, it turns out through the FOIA requests, they did have more paperwork. We also talked about here's your new pizza delivery robot. Yeah, they're testing it in a single neighborhood in Houston. Domino's Pizza Delivers. <laughs> they text a code to your cell phone and then you bust out and punch it in and hot and ready pizza for you. We talked about that as some of the distractive stories they tell you. While the truth is the special court, that's the FISA court, scolds the FBI for monitoring of Americans' rights, Charlie Savage. For a second year, the nation's secret surveillance court is pointing to widespread violations of people's individual rights by the FBI. Yeah, they literally seek to gather emails and information without warrants. But don't worry, the judge slapped the hand of the FBI and then let's go ahead and continue for another year. What a disgraceful shame. We had on constitutional attorney Jim Clymer with us with constitution the constitution party so constitutionparty.org and we talked a lot about that we talked a lot about the homeland security department plans what they call extremism review writes the new york times what that means is they're going after me and you yeah and we talked about that in depth and what a shame that has become jim Clymer doing a phenomenal job we wrapped up though not to leave any broadcast in negative territory. We ended with one of the greatest news stories, in my opinion, of all time. Here's what it says. Australia calls nations of the world 
to pray and fast for the United States of America. Yeah, they want a seven-day fast from April 30th to May the 6th, 2021. Christian Newswire with the piece. Why those dates, you ask? Well, one day is the National Day of Prayer, and the other day is the National Day of Repentance. I I don't know if you knew that, but the whole point in between, April 30th through May 6th, a seven-day fasting and praying for the United States worldwide, led by Australia. Talk about serving your neighbors, huh? Just thought it was a nifty, cool story, and that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast, still available online, on demand, lovingliberty.net, libertyroundtable.com, spread the word, tell the tale. Without further ado, news the networks refuse to use starts now. Kirk Cosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. And uh, I would like to highlight that um, last story you talked about. I mean, that's just fantastic. Great work. I agree. It's a really neat story. I just, mm-hmm. man, I didn't know other countries we were just literally leading the charge to pray for the great USA and fast. And I think we got to pray for those people, too. Just turn around and, yeah. what do they say, pay it forward, Kurt? And what's so, well, I agree with that. And what's so amazing to me is uh, that... Um, you know, with our massive staff, you know, we found that story. Uh, and, uh, you know, so many of these operations with, uh, what, I don't know, millions of times of more budget uh, don't seem to have found it, Sam. I mean, they've, they've just missed that. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, uh, the Associated Press didn't find it. Um, you know, CBS, NBC, ABC, uh, you know, I mean, there's CNN. Somehow they just missed that story, Sam. I mean, what's so shocking, isn't it? Well, it's hard with the the newsrooms being so busy and the pandemic and such, Kurt. <laughs> right? Well, it's, I couldn't agree pandemic, more. I mean, they're just, they're just so focused on... Uh, you know, havoc and terror, uh, like our friend uh, Chuck Harder taught us so many years ago, uh, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, they're going to tell everybody about, you know, the the havoc in India and the sad tale of people dying here and there and everywhere, and, and yet you get a story like that with Australia um, calling on well, the world to pray for the United States and uh, man, it's crickets. Um, you know, yeah, it's there just you amazing. go. Wow, Sad tale to tell. Well, Biden's fixing to crank up one of your favorite organizations, Kurt. See, Did you hear about uh, this? My favorite uh, would be uh, hmm, something Cause that of Biden death. likes. Uh, let's see. What would that be? Sam? Let me prompt go you ahead. cause of death. Cause of death, that'd be a uh, government. No, remember the the the, the uh, photo I have of my family's grave? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause You're of death. crank up the IRS. Uh, yes, sir. Know. Oh, man. <laughs> True that's, story. Listen to this. Headline. great news. Biden's seeking stronger IRS to fund his goals, they say. The president's American families plan... Don't you know we're going to raise the IRS, increase the IRS because of the family's plan. But they call yeah. it because of the president's American family's plan. It'll be offset in part by a tax enforcement 
effort that the administration officials believe will raise $700 billion over a decade. Biden looking to pay for his ambitious economic agenda and shift more of the nation's tax burden to the wealthy, don't you know? Uh, I guess they will propose giving the Internal Revenue Service of the IRS an extra $80 billion and then more authority over the next decade, Kurt. There you have it. Well, it's, uh, so to amazing. our buddies like Ken Cromar and others, a big old shout out. The IRS is coming for you. Well, yeah, and for you and for me, uh, for know. anybody who uh, fills out the paperwork or doesn't fill out the paperwork, because, uh, you know, frankly, uh, I want it. You know, I mean, they talk about the new math these days, uh, you know, two plus two equals five or whatever the new number is. I mean, you can you can just make it up as you go. Uh, if you think uh, there's fuzzy math going on in the schools, just try to. Figure out your taxes. I mean, you know. Uh, now, Kurt. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to understand this. I was trying to think of categories of people that wouldn't be caught in this dragnet. And at first, like you, I thought, well, people that fill out the paperwork. And then I thought, well, people that don't. And then I thought people that are alive. And then I thought, well, no, they're even after dead people. And then I thought, when well, you're awake. And, well, no, they're after you when you're asleep. And is there anybody that can escape this, Kurt? Well, you know, it brings you back to that good old phrase they used to say, yeah. Uh, Nothing is, uh, you know, for sure except for death and taxes, you know. And, uh, you know, in this case, uh, you know, so many times it follows you after death. I mean, uh, you know, you're, what's, when you look at it, Sam, I mean, like I've said before, I just truly don't believe you could find a worse system. Um, now, I know, you know, you could say, well, true big communism is worth I'm talking about a system that you try to, you know, try to deal with. I mean, uh, I, I use TurboTax and, and I do my best to, quote, you know, uh, complete all the forms and everything. Like this year, uh, you know, we sold a van and uh, so then I've got to put in there, uh, you know, the part about depreciation of a van or, a, you know, of a property you have. And, and, and TurboTax is like, hey, man, uh, that number's wrong. And so I'm like, well, trying to fix it right uh, because somehow I've got it a little bit wrong. I don't really know. I mean, I, I, I'm sure if I called the IRS, they could tell me the exact number to put, put in there. And yet, you know, we've seen those stories where you call and you get the wrong answer. You know, uh, so many times, if you ever get an answer, and I guess the beloved president, Joe Biden, is, you know, working on that with uh, the $80 billion um, plan, uh, don't you think? I don't even know how to respond to this because it gets so abusive and so in your face and so difficult to survive. Why don't they just move to, um, you know, terrorists at the borders and apportionment taxes and jettison all these in my opinion communist manifesto style taxes great idea. all right got a question for kurt when we come back hang tight liberty roundtable live you know where the solution can be found mr president in churches in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria, The strategy of heaven revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm, available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, here's my question for Kurt Crosby. Have you joined Mike Lindell's? free speech platform called frankspeech.com and I'm asking all of you in the audience as well have you all or have all of you joined Mike Lindell's free speech platform frankspeech.com Kurt you know I've gone there several times Sam and uh, made an attempt to do that uh, but I've not uh, I mean every time it says something like uh, make sure and get back because we got millions of people trying to do this and we're working on it we've got uh, you know lots of people on it etc but i haven't seen a way to get it done did you already get it done no i haven't seen a way to get it done either however when i go there now go there really quick it's kind of an interesting statement go to frankspeech.com um because they say that they have a ton of tweets already what is it 30 million tweets or something well, uh, trying to they're going to call them tweets. Uh, they're, I, well, I was thinking they'd call them Franks or, they, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, let's see. All right, they say this. Sorry, I didn't have it right. Thank you for being part of Frank. Mm-hmm. With over 400 million stream requests in just four days, Frank's speech so far has been an epic success. Right now we're working on new features. Please check back. In the meantime, help save our country. And share absolute interference everywhere. And that's that. And they got um, share. And you remember share absolute interference is that um, YouTube that I sent you. And that's what, then they have a picture of that. Um, very, very well done presentation. I mean, 
about all that, just like the absolute uh, proof one uh, was done before. I mean, it's just impressive what he's done, you know, from former crack addict, you know. Yeah, so I don't know what, uh, I don't know what really to do because I don't really know where to join. I mean, I guess everybody else is just rocking on it, but I'm not. But I commend them for their work. I get that, <laughs> as I mentioned before, you know, this is a massive, huge ramp up, folks. You know, if you get that kind of support and that many people signing up and everything else, let's not be very critical. But let's keep an eye on it and try to find out when and or how we can be part of it. Because I really think that, hey, um, is Mike Liddell going to really stand up for free speech or is he just going to be the next guy to try to take control? I believe he'll stand up for free speech so far. And so I think that it's something that we need to kind of support and help and educate on and talk about and patiently work on. We need to give him all the room in the world to be able to make it work. And so anyway, that's the reason that I bring it up is that, I hey, even though we're not able to get in yet because it's so you know massive, hey, they've got 30-plus million uh, what they call streams right now. So people are watching. It's a new place to get links or watch things that YouTube and others have been taking down or taken down. And they say it's supposed to be kind of a mixture of like a YouTube and a Twitter and a, you know, every new uh, social media app, Kurt, has slightly different ways they go about sharing the love. I don't know what best way to say it about, you know, communicating and and, and interacting with one another and such. Uh, And so it's going to be something to behold. President Trump's working on his as well. And so we'll see kind of what happens. I don't know, um, you know, when when President Trump's will launch versus Mike Lindell's. I don't know when we'll be able to get into Mike Lindell's, but again, Ben Swan and, and, and others uh, have been working on that as well, um, Kurt. So that's something to kind of really keep an eye on. A lot of people are doing a lot of good things. Now, I've just been kind of stable in my little old radio offering and stuff like that, but we're hoping to make that grow too. Um, it's, it's tough to get new media services up and running. It, it's not an easy task. So uh, well, well you'd tree. know all about that, uh, Sam. I mean, a basically bit, yeah. uh, <laughs> doing that over the years, and and I think uh, the my pillow guy is, uh, you know, going from former crack addict to CEO of my pillow and bringing all those employees and all those products to market, and uh, I'm sure that when he. <laughs> You know, decided to do that. He had no idea where where it would lead him. You know for sure. But now, when he's working on this whole Frank uh, Speech dot com thing, um, you know, I guarantee he's got a whole lot of opposition. For example, there's the Frank Dash Speech dot com people that uh, put up this thing. He says my pillow guy makes four hour documentary about chicken dishes. Uh, Mike Lindell presents absolute poultry, you know. So, you know, we talk about absolute interference. So these guys are basically just, uh, you know, they've got, uh, they say it's the sequel to the sequel to the sequel with new evidence proving that General Flynn's chicken is way better than General Tsao's chicken. You know, so they're basically, um, well, they're running interference, if you will, Sam. And uh, They're running interference. They're also tossing a little bit of levity along the way. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, and they're, you know? uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, I guarantee it behind the scenes, there'll be a lot more, uh, I mean, if I would have told you that, um, 
you know, people like, uh, what was the uh, uh, opponent to Twitter uh, that came out, you know, par- Parler? Was it Parler? Yeah, Parler's yeah, one uh, of them. Par- Gab Parler, you know, Parler was an early one, I think, uh, you know, and if I would have told you right around the election time or just before or just after that Parler would all of a sudden just get shut down by Amazon uh, Web Services, uh, because basically uh, they didn't agree with them somehow with, uh, you know, I mean, if you if you said, look, you're going to see the Google guys, the Twitter guys and the uh, Amazon guys, Facebook, et cetera, all line up against, uh, you know, the side of speech that, um, you know, President Trump and others, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, offer. If I would have said they'd shut those down before I you know, most people, I think, would have said... Most oh, people on, would have said, you're crazy, you're happen. off your rocker, not yeah. happening, come on, Sam. But Sam Butchman would have said, I know they will. I know they can. And why do I say that, and why do I believe I have a track record? I haven't You've really focused it. on those services to grow our radio network. Yeah, I put a couple of tweets out on Twitter, and yeah, I've got a Facebook account, just because why not? But I haven't depended on them for revenue. Now, we could have grown a hundredfold faster, Kurt, if we would have, right. like everybody else, jumped on the, hey, let's run YouTube you know, videos of my radio programs or your you know, comments on this and that. And we could have really pitched ourselves and put and then tied revenue to it via the um, revenue generating capabilities of, of YouTube and stuff like that. Google ads and everything else. Well, everybody else was adding Google ads to their sites. I was making sure that Google ads did not appear on my sites. Okay, so I took an absolute opposite approach because I knew what can and will happen. And so everybody else can say, Sam, you're just tiny. You don't know how to grow. You don't understand marketing. They're right. But I also know that I'm not melting down because I'm not depending on a ton of revenue uh, like those guys are. I just run a lean, mean operation. And frankly, we haven't, not counting being threatened uh, to be taken down, not counting them trying to attack our credit card charging and all this kind of stuff, which I don't know how to control at this point. Um, we've done our very best to stay as independent and simple and clean as we possibly can. So anyway, I would have been one that would say, oh, they'll take you down. <laughs> you bet they will. They got Operation Choke Point's real. And Operation Choke Point 2.0 is really attacking people over credit cards at this very moment, Kurt. But they're going to work on Operation Choke Point 3.0. Write this down, too. And what they're going to do is they're going to start choking off your ability to even send out your streams or to send out your debt. That's coming unless Americans stand up enough to stop it. Okay, we've let Joe literally take the helm. And now our health care questions are in jeopardy. A national vaccine passport's literally, uh, you know, in the mix. Biden's seeking a stronger IRS. I mean, what will that do to the population of the society? Biden wanting to spend ourselves into oblivion. I mean, inflation's going to take hold like you wouldn't believe. But I just want to say, have you, have you joined Mike Lindell's free speech platform, frankspeech.com? Please go check it out. So not only you got Mike Lindell working on a platform, you got President, former President Donald Trump working on a platform. You've also got Dell Bigtree teaming up with Ben Swan working on another free, uh, you know, an, 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 I don't know what you call it, open source platform or whatever you want to call it. So uh, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things, and I commend them all and support them in their serious efforts to get it done. By the way, Ashley Babbitt, that's the woman that got shot on January the 6th. She was going through one of the broken doors into the Capitol. Uh, maybe she, she was trespassing, but she certainly wasn't threatening any cops or anything. Well, now Ashley Babbitt's family is going to sue the Capitol Police because the officer that shot an unarmed woman who was not an immediate threat to any of the police 
to the shooter, meaning the cop and or any member of Congress, Bob under WND.com with the peace, Kurt. That ought to stir it up a bit, huh? Well, yeah, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they'll get to the bottom of it and tell us what happened, but, you know, uh, I mean, we we just, uh, it's been crickets on that story, hasn't it, for so long. Yes, it has, and my opinion on that is that a cop got trigger-happy and they were trying to send a message to the crowd that you will die if you confront government, and therefore they sent the message loud and clear. They've already dismissed the case and said the cop's not guilty of anything, but now the lawsuit rolling, you want to know why? Because of the law. Quick pause. Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. On the eve of his 100th day in office, President Biden will speak to a joint session of Congress Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Reports are saying he will pitch $4 trillion of spending on child care, education, and family leave, among other topics. With more than 1.6 million valid signatures, the California governor recall became official, and Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom will face a yet-to-be-determined number of contenders later this year. At least nine people have declared their intentions to run, including Caitlyn Jenner, the Olympian and transgender activist, former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner, and businessman John Cox. Customs and Border Protection officials are reporting Kevin Andre McKenzie was caught at JFK Airport on Monday, allegedly trying to smuggle in 35 live finches from Guyana, stuffed inside plastic hair curlers and concealed inside his clothes. USA Radio News. America's great cities are in deep trouble. Businesses are closing, taxpayers fleeing, and police are defunded as crime and homelessness rise. It's a dangerous time in big cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, Seattle, San Francisco, and more. All this week, Rob Schmidt is on Newsmax TV, exposing the real truth in his series, Cities on Fire. Every night, Rob Schmidt gives you the real news you won't hear anywhere else. So watch Rob Schmidt tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and see his Cities on Fire special. Newsmax TV is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs like Samsung, Sony, and LG. Or tune in on Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and YouTube Live. And millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Because Newsmax is real news for real people. The Biden administration is selling higher taxes to the American people. Dan Naraki reports. President Biden is expected to introduce a proposed increase in the capital gains tax Wednesday night during his address to a joint session of Congress as part of a $1.5 trillion spending package for his American Families Plan. The White House says the increase in the tax will affect less than half a percent of Americans, but critics say it will still have a negative effect on the economy. Senator Steve Daines says it's those people that will be affected most by the tax hike that help drive innovations with their investments. The Montana Republican tells Newsmax TV that jobs will be at risk because of the tax hike. And I heard the Biden spokesperson say it's just 0.3%. Do you realize that 0.3% pays 64% of the capital gains taxes today? And so what this will do is... I think it will actually reduce the amount of revenue coming in because you raise the rates so high, it locks investors in. They don't want to sell an asset and invest in the next new thing. It creates innovation and spurs the economy. They'll hold it. President Biden's joint session speech starts at 9 p.m. Eastern. USA Radio News. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby on your radio. So our prayers are with Ashley Babbitt's family. I think the cops were out of control. Nobody was threatened. Uh, they didn't need to shoot her at all. They did. Uh, there's laws against that, by the way. At least in America, there used to be before the elite class took over. And there was kind of a accountability for me, but not for the plan. All right, Matt Drudge in the news. Headli- headline says, Matt Drudge finally cancels WND or World Net Daily after 24 years. An incredible article written by Joseph Farah that I think has uh, some interesting details, Kurt. Now, here's what's kind of interesting. We got into radio. Alex Jones got into radio. Uh, WND or World Net Daily at the time got into the news. Um, Drudge got into the news. I mean, we all kind of really doubled down and got in at the same time, right around 1991-92 range. Um, I guess it was the 1992 elections uh, when we really got involved, and it took us a while. It took us several years to buy a radio station. We bought our first radio station in 1996, uh, but we've been on the air longer than that, and this radio program is at its 25th year anniversary this year. Um, so we've been around for a long time. It's hard to know exactly when you claim you started. For example, Liberty Roundtable Live has been on the air for a long time, but it, right at first it was only a single radio station broadcast. It had a slightly different name. It was called Your Business, Keeping Items of Interest to Your Business. And one of our listeners said, how about use the term news the networks refuse to use? And we caught on to that, our buddy Adam. The late Adam, who did a wonderful job, was a great listener and supporter. Uh, anyway, so things have evolved and changed. Now we're worldwide on the Internet, nationally syndicated on AMFM, stations across the country and more. Uh, I digress from the story, except for Joseph Farah kind of recounts a lot of his involvement as the news services unfolded. You know, you had basically a media tyranny, says Joseph Farah, um, for decades before 1992 range. Uh, and what happened was that the Internet brought forth a whole new group of news services and the gatekeeping days of the mainstream media were gone. And we really showed from 92 to 2015 what the Internet could really do uh, for free speech. But now something very ominous has happened. And he kind of tells uh, this story. Kurt, do you want to add to this? Well, yeah, Sam. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, you're going to you won't really see this story most places, but uh, uh, World Net Daily has it, and they basically, um, you know, uh, I guess you could say they they list what has gone on over those years, or um, you know, feature it through their story, and you've you know you've highlighted some of it, uh, you know, and he talks about how he and uh, Matt Drudge, at the time. Uh, you know Joseph Farah and Matt Drudge with World Net Daily and uh, Drudge, the Drudge Report were some of the earliest ones, and I remember us using uh, both of those sources uh, quite a bit uh, for for our news, uh, you know, and the news that we would report. And yet, um, well, um, now Matt Drudge or whoever um, Joseph Farah says whoever's running that show because he. You know, he he feels like uh, Matt Drudge is sold out. Either he's either sold out, you know, and stayed there, or he's sold to somebody else, and they've taken over the Drudge Report because they now, uh, well, have pretty much canceled World Net Daily. You know, uh, and you know, and as you said, they uh, document this or recall this twenty-four year history. Uh, 
with what he calls, Joseph Fair calls, a fellow internet pioneer. And uh, we've, like you say, been around watching that thing or participating in that thing the whole time uh, with our buddies uh, helping us along the way. And, uh, you know, he says that he uh, offered Matt Drudge, where uh, he, he tried to hire him, uh, he said, I liked his style. I thought of him as a promising young wire editor, as we called them when I was a newspaper man. This is uh, Joseph Farah of WorldNet Daily um, talking about it. And by the way, Joseph Farah said he's 67, I think he said that in this story. Uh, yes, that's but, correct. Uh, uh, he says, uh, I think I offered him, talking about offering uh, Matt Drudge uh, a job back in 97. He offered him about 50000 he says. Uh, he thought about it for a while before deciding on an independent path. Uh, he says, Drudge and I were kindred spirits. And I think, you know, I mean, we would fit in that. And uh, friends of ours, uh, Chuck Harder, Jerry Hughes, um, you know, so many others along the way uh, have been uh, helpful to us. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, we ran into one another here and there, but he was a loner. You know, this is uh, Farrah talking about Drudge. Uh, and I was too. Drudge was growing fast, and so was WorldNet Daily, or WND, he says on there. For many years, he was a one-man show. Then he hired Andrew Breitbart. This is pretty interesting uh, documentation, I think, because I, I couldn't remember that part. I, I wasn't sure how Breitbart got his start. Well, it was temporary, uh, and Breitbart worked for Farah for a little bit and then kind of did his own thing too. Again, all kindred spirits all Farrah working on the Drudge? same goals. I'm sorry, Bright Bright worked for Drudge, sorry. Okay, uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, Farah uh, says, uh, who became a good friend, I guess a good friend to Drudge. Between the two of them, we had more than our share of links posted to the Drudge report. So, you know, I, I think... So anyway, as it goes on, he's saying they were all stuff. three friends and they all three worked yeah. together. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, he shows a picture of the uh, birth certificate book, or where's the birth certificate book, uh, with the uh, Drudge uh, siren kind of thing uh, at the top of the page, you know, and, uh, you know, talks about that back in uh, 2011, uh, where's the birth certificate. And remember when we had that interview with Jerome Corsi from, uh, you know, where he was out in Hawaii, Sam, remember that? Oh yeah! In fact, he got he got um, well. He first went to Kenya, and he got arrested in Kenya, and then he got released in Kenya and flew to Hawaii. And it was like two in the morning in Hawaii when we were on the air. I can't remember the exact time or something like that. And uh, yeah. Joseph Fair gets on the on the radio with us from his hotel room and stuff like that. So you know we've you been in this mix as Corsi, long as they have. Right, Jerome. I'm sorry, Corsi. Joseph Court. Yeah. Wow. All right, we've had Jerome. Let me start over. We've had Joseph Fair on the radio a ton of times. We'll talk about right. that coming up. But Jerome Corsi was the one that was in Hawaii in the hotel room that came on the broadcast. That's correct. Yeah, and he was Sorry the, the confusion. Uh, author of the book, Birth Certificate, or Where's the Birth Certificate? The one that uh, at that time Drudge put up, you know, hey, front page, you know, this big siren about it and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't. I don't even think uh, they'd give it the time of day, uh, Sam, as far as, you know, the Drudge Report. And I don't really give the Drudge Report the time of day. I can't remember when the last time I was there. Uh, well, and Joseph Farah, in his, in his detailed article, even asked that question. He's like, hey, 
Yeah. We all used to go to the Drudge Report and re- refresh pages with bated breath to see what was the next breaking piece or what was happening. When was the last time you went to the Drudge Report, Farah asks. A wise question. I agree. I haven't gone there for a long time. I just went there now, though. Uh-huh. And so they got a headline. Their biggest top headline says, Shwebaka, street performer, wanted in New Orleans stabbing. That's their main headline. Wow. That's not really what Drudge would be for and do, would it, Kurt? Well, not in the old days, Sam. Uh, right. Then know. it says a, a bizarre shooting, an NFL yeah. player, Hollywood dead, 80-year-old citizen, study gossip is good for you, woman brutally whipped by the Taliban for talking on the phone, boss snapping you know, at an angry French worker, DUI driver kills cop investigating DUIs. First black jockey. Rabbi accused of being a covert Christian. New theory for what's happening in the brain when something looks familiar. And then, you know, uh, oh boy. You know, the main Esau's ones camp. that I go to these days, of course, is uh, World Net Daily. And then you got the Epic Times, uh, you know, that are at least two of my main sources now where the Drudge Report has just kind of fallen off that, um, I guess you could say those pe- that pedestal. And, uh, you know, when when uh, Joseph Ferris says, hey, they've canceled us, uh, that tells me a lot about the Drudge Report. Pretty much tells me that I don't really want to, you know, go see it, you know, go there. Yeah, China to launch, yeah. module for the space station. Social media algorithms threaten democracy. Your tech devices want to read your brain. Newsom to face recall election. Schwarzenegger says Caitlin has chance. So far, her well, campaign's virtual. So many I mean, this is all we're talking about. That I can see there, Sam. They may be a lot of, you know, info or whatever, but then the real key stories, you know, like the Frank speech, like the Ashley Babbitt, the... You know, uh, Australia praying for America. You know, they're just not going to show up there. Now, I want to talk about Breitbart a little bit. I want to talk about WND.com a little bit and our experiences coming up. Kurt's going to be with me. Can you stay both hours, Kurt? Yeah. All right. Hang on, ladies and gentlemen. Sam and Kurt on your radio. for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby. We're talking about this incredible column written by our dear friend Joseph Farah. And Joseph Farah kind of really recounts kind of the history and what's kind of going on here. Drudge finally cancels WND after 24 years, is the article Joseph Farah. And he goes on and talks about Breitbart. He goes on and talks about Drudge. He goes on and talks about himself. And they all worked together and they promoted links and they really showed the world what the internet could do. And I would submit to you that Chuck Harder in radio, uh, Jerry Hughes in radio, Sam Bushman, Kirk Crosby, many others, uh, all of us are kindred spirits and we all work together on this. We would quote WorldNet Daily and quote Drudge. And, and, you know, and so it was a symbiotic relationship where we'd all gain information from one another. And we really had a wonderful run. Uh, but it's now come to a screeching halt with the <clears throat> shutdown of everything. Now, Joseph Fair goes on and mentions a couple of things that I want to finish about. Um, one of them is he says, you know, Drudge kind of has sold out. And I don't know Drudge personally, and so I don't know what Matt's really done. I don't know if he sold out <clears throat> or if he got shut down, Kurt. Um, we can be critical and say he sold out or betrayed us, but I don't know that that's true. And the reason that I say that is um, Breitbart kind of went off on his own, but then Breitbart's dead, right, Kurt? That's exactly right, Sam. And uh, So, you, you know, know, how do you stay alive? Been, <laughs> certainly a little uh, notice to uh, Matt Drudge, you know, said like, hey, man, um, remember your old buddy uh, Breitbart? Uh, if you don't remember your old employee there? Yeah. Of, yeah, if you get outside the, uh, you know, area, you might, you know, never... Be able to look back. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, that's why I say that is I just know. I mean, I look at it and I know that Ben Swan, for example, is a true faithful patriot that really hits hard. He got shut down for well over a year and completely threatened and shut down. And I mean, he's come back in a little minor way compared to his old days, but not even close to the same. What restrictions he's under or details or what his threatened with was, you know, he hasn't been willing to talk about it. So we don't really even know what happened to Ben Swan. And so I'm telling you that I know this stuff happens. Uh, to people and I know there's ways to shut people down and take people off and and so Breitbart dead you know Matt now okay now Joseph Ferris had his own share of troubles not only has he been attacked by the mainstream press and by big tech and everybody else for literally years but he went through a series of heart attacks Kurt it talks about that there as well 
That's a great point, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he talks about their lawsuit, uh, you know, in, where they, uh, uh, with the uh, Corsi book, you know, uh, they were beat up by Esquire, um, and uh, they they went to the Court of Appeals there, and they had a two-to-one loss, and, uh, you know, he talks, he said it wasn't the end of the birth certificate story, uh, and then you got Perkins Coie or Cooey, you know, that we've heard about uh, this law firm. Uh, he talks about them being the uh, fixer for Obama. You know, they were back there. Uh, he says they, quote, found, end quote, the birth certificate that could not be found even by the governor of Hawaii. They also showed up. I didn't know that they were playing way back then, Sam, but uh, they also showed up later, he says, to pull another rabbit out of a hat in directing Joe Biden's, quote, victory, end quote, in the 2020 election. Uh, he says, uh, you'll be hearing from them again. They're in solid with Obama and Biden. And, uh, you know, this guy, you know, uh, we've watched uh, Joseph Fair and World Net Daily for years and participated with them, whatever we could. Uh, they dig and they do not pull punches as far as I can see. Now, they've paid for it, but they've also uh, garnered support from people like us. Uh, he says, there was a time in the bad old days when the people of the world were subjected to a very limited choice of news. You mentioned this before, but I think it's cool the way he meant, he says it. He says, but that was before the internet revolution that Drudge, WorldNet Daily, and precious few others launched. Uh, he says, then came the Wild West cyber style. Soon there were more choices than you could count. And then he tells about him being 67 and how he remembers a time, and I'm 63, so we're not that far off, uh, but he says he remembers a time when there were only seven choices of television stations to watch in New York City. Now, I remember growing up in Arizona, back country there, uh, where we only had three. So, you know, of course... But he and I was kind of in the middle City. of that. I was in California, a little bit out in the country in those days, though, in 67, 70, and stuff like that. And we used to have rabbit ears to watch TV. And I don't know exactly how many stations there were, but there weren't very many. That's for sure. Yep. You didn't have 300 or anything like that, or 3,000. He says in 96, there were only competitive uh, daily newspapers in half a dozen cities. And I would you know, kind of question the word competitive because we've seen so many times behind the scenes they just basically work together. Uh, the Internet in its heyday, Joseph Ver goes on to say, and you mentioned this, uh, circa 2001 to 2015, that was what he'd call the heyday, showed the yeah, world what was possible. he said 2001, but I, would, I back it up to 92, Kurt, because believe it or not, we started streaming literally like in 96 and 97 stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, but anyway, the bottom and, line And in 92, they had text and articles and things on the Internet even before we started streaming. Yep. So, and uh, he you says... Know, uh, it, it's hard to know exactly when the crank-up was. I mean, when did you get your first email address? See, <laughs> I was actually working on, with a console. I don't know if you, people even understand what a console is, but I was typing commands directly into the Internet by hand before people even knew what the Internet was. That's amazing. And I remember Tan, Sam telling me, Oh, you know, this will be the big thing, and I'd be like, come on, Sam. You know, I mean, I, I think it took you years to get me to get an email address, uh, you know, as far as I know. Um, I mean, I didn't even didn't fall for that, if you will. You know, I was so yeah, far Yeah, don't you use your email address now to sell local same. raw honey? 
Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I use it for, uh, you know, I mean, I even check it like every things, day, sure. you know. I mean, you know, back then it was like once a month or I don't know, maybe a year. It's hard to bank uh, without it even, huh? Right. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, you know, and uh, Joseph Fair goes on and he says, and big tech showed us how to destroy a good thing, how to muzzle free expression. You know, and and we have never, we had never really seen that um you know, at least as much, except for in this last year here. And he says, uh, "Yeah." And the it, reason you have it, though, Kurt, is because while everybody uh, else was taking a beating on all these other services, I chose uh, not to embrace those services and depend on them like others did. Right. But what I mean is, we've never really seen those guys team up like they did. Uh, you know, and, and Joseph Ferris says it began in an auspicious year, 2015. He says, that's when I first saw the signs of something ominous. For decades before that, I taunted Google, Facebook, Amazon, Twitter, and Apple openly. Now, he's, that's pretty courageous. He said, I said they were evil, uh, but I just didn't know how right I was. All it took for them to show their teeth was President Donald J. Trump. Uh, he says, I tried to warn him and everyone else I knew. Half my columns in those days were devoted to the new tech tyranny, but it was too little too late. Trump saw it too late when even he became a victim being banned from Twitter late in his presidency. Uh, you know, I mean, he's he's documented very well. Uh, you know, it's impressive what he's done here with this story, I think. Yeah, and he goes on. He talks about his heart attacks that he experienced and how st uh, tough that was. And he talks about, you know, the changes. But uh, what I really like about his article, Kurt, and you got to read all the way to the end to get it. But what does he say at the end? He doesn't say it's curtains, throw the towel in, give up and melt down. We've been crushed by the big tech, big government thugs. He doesn't end that way, Kurt. Well, he says, um, I swear the five massive strokes, and I think that's what you're talking about when you say heart yes, attacks. Sir. But um, he yeah. says, I experienced I don't know what the difference between a heart attack and a stroke is, Kurt. Well, it's not a stroke of good luck. I know that. It's, uh, yeah. you know, but anyway, he says, I, I experienced in 2019 were in part due to the tremendous pressure I was under as my business crumbled. Uh, Matt Drudge apparently cracked up too. I know for a fact he has passed the baton and is definitely not, quote, running the show, end quote. And who knows what happened to the late Andrew Breitbart. But he says, I have a plan to survive and flourish in the future. In Ooh, fact, wait, wait, wait. I have a plan to survive and flourish in the future. See, I like that language, Kurt. Well, that's hope. That's hopeful, uh, Sam. Um, and uh, he says, in fact, I'd love to be there with questions for Trump's second term. That will be a joyous day, won't it? Uh, and he says, uh, maybe Drudge can come back too. I hope so, but I'm not holding my breath so you know good stuff and uh, you know good documentation and it's kind of cool to weave in our story a little bit there as well Sam. yeah anyway i find that interesting but i like how he talks about i have a plan so we're going to be keeping our eyes out for his plan he hasn't rolled out the details of the plan yet um i have a little bit of a personal experience well several personal experiences with joseph farah and i want to next hour get into those in detail 
because I, I too have a story related to this. Um, I worked with Joseph Fair on a lot of different things in many ways, and I'll talk about those. I'm not telling you he was my best friend, but I am telling you that I talked on the phone with him several times. He's been on the radio with us several, many times. Most of his reporters have been on the air with us many times. Uh, and, and I want to talk about that in very glowing, I don't know, respect for, appreciation for Joseph Fair and all that he's been through. All right, by the way, stroke versus heart attack, how to tell the difference, Kurt. These two common and potentially life-threatening diseases or conditions have some similarities and some differences, they say. They say the human vascular system main, contains a vast network of arteries, veins, and capillaries that fe- ferry blood and the oxygen and nutrients that it carries to all corners of the body. Anyway, then they go on with this big stuff. But, you know, what's a stroke? Stroke versus heart attack. Um, it's hard to know the difference, Kurt. They say a stroke occurs... When there's an abrupt interruption of blood flow to the brain, there are actually three different kinds of strokes that can occur. And then uh, ischemic stroke or whatever, and timoranic stroke, and anyway, goes on. But what's a heart attack, Kurt? It's when a heart attack fails to pump blood. Anyway, one's kind of downstream from the other, from what I understand. I, I kind of understand the difference. One's directly related to the heart. One's directly related more to the the vessels and stuff like that, right? Um, but you got to kind of understand, you know, what they are. But anyway, so I understand he had a stroke, but really it's kind of the same thing as a heart attack, right? I mean, I yeah, know technically, had... scientifically, there's slight differences, right? Well, and, and like you said, uh, his were basically, uh, as his business, melted down. And it was melting down because of the exact stuff we've been talking about. And we've seen that with our buddy uh, Chuck Harder and so many others. Um, you know, uh, I would mention the Fijos as well. So many others. Absolutely. You know, yeah, it melted down because big tech got in bed with big government, got in bed with big universities, and they created the cabal that is now threatening us all. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up, personal stories of Joseph Farah and... The judge looking into vote fraud in Arizona um, had to step aside. We'll tell you about that coming up as well. God save the Republic. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby with me on your radio. Hard-hitting news that Edwards refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for April the 28th of the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our two of two in the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We're talking about this incredible article, and I wanted it to span both hours on purpose. Normally, each hour of the broadcast is kind of separate. In this case, I'm going to recap a little bit so that you get a handle on where we are. 
We're talking about this incredible story by Joseph Farah. Headline, Dredge finally cancels WND after 24 years. Joseph Farah writes the article. He does a great job in the article, and you're going to have to dig into last hour to understand uh, kind of the summary of the article, etc. But, you know, we've been around as long as Drudge and as long as Joseph Farah and as long as Alex Jones and as long as Breitbart and as long as all these people in the news. We've been there. We've watched it unfold from the very beginning. All right. And we've had pretty much front row seats to the whole event, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, so we want to celebrate our 25th year anniversary of Liberty Roundtable Live being on the air, ladies and gentlemen, this year. This year. Uh, 25 years ago, we bought a radio station. 25 years ago, we kicked off on the air. We started at a fair at a local radio station. We were on the air before that with commercials and, and, and limited stuff but we literally went on the air virtually every single day not counting of course sundays we weren't on the air for the longest time on saturdays either but for a long time we did a three-hour show as well monday through friday and then i kind of decided you know do we need to be on the air more time we need to you know cover saturdays and sundays there's not enough news and but then we decided we're not covering sundays unless it's the next day we're just not doing it we're not going to work on sunday and we knew that going in but you know you get you kind of think oh my gosh do i need to and then you think, oh, of course not. No, I don't need to do any of those things. It'll be fine without it. But I did reduce the show from three hours to two hours, but then add Saturdays. In an effort to get more round-the-clock news, the networks refused to use coverage. But on Sundays, we're simply not going to do a live radio program. We're just not doing it. Anyway, we want to keep the Sabbath day holy. And we do need a day of rest as well. Not only our vocal cords, <laughs> our research skills, everything else. Anyway, I digress, except to say we've been around for a long time in the news business, and we've watched all this from front row seats. And I have some personal stories that I'd like to recount uh, working with Joseph Farah. Um, so Joseph Farah has had kind of an open-door policy when it comes to uh, his authors or his columnists or his writers, whatever you want to, uh, you know, newsmakers, journalists. I don't know what word to use for these people but his open door policy has been hey you can email us and we'll actually you know what if you're a newsmaker yourself we will actually let our you know people work with you and so over the years you know a lot of people make a claim like that but they don't deliver on that claim they talk big but when you really try to get a hold of them it never happens okay and i'm finding donald trump and melania trump to be a little bit like that you know they have this 45 office.com i emailed former president donald trump and said hey you want to come on the radio with me and i haven't heard a word since that was weeks ago, but I got an email back saying they got my message. So, you know, and the whole point of the site was set up to basically be able to communicate with the public and, and get media opportunities. And anyway, I'd like to interview President Donald Trump and talk about, um, you know, his new media offerings and what we can do to help those grow and help those get off the ground and et cetera. That's why I want to reach out to him. Anyway, and then last night I reached out to Melania via uh, 45office.com and I said, hey, I want to talk to you about your Be Best campaign. Uh, you know, I realize that you're not the first lady anymore, but I do believe we can still really make a difference there. And we've created a website, which I need time to build, um, but it's called callforcivility.com. And as you know, back in 2015, I wrote an article called A Clarion Call for Civility. I've seen this divide in America uh, under every fault line on the planet. 
and I want to get in front of it. And so I want to work with um, Melania on the Be Best campaign because I believe we could carry that forward even if she's not the first lady anymore. And that could be one of the great things that as President Donald Trump and as Mike Lindell and others launch their new media services, and as we continue to grow in radio, how we could really promote that Be Best campaign, how we could really promote the civility idea, this clarion call for civility idea that uh, we've kind of put forward. And anyway... So we're reaching out to them. But my point is Joseph Farah has always been an open guy. Uh, now, I haven't really even tried to contact him since he's had his strokes. Just because I don't want to be obnoxious and stuff. And I know the guy's, uh, you know, doing his best. And he writes on occasion. He's not near at the pace he once was. But he's still uh, doing well and stuff like that. I've read uh, articles that his wife has written about how, how well he's doing and everything, and my prayers are with him and his family. Don't, don't misunderstand me. But before the strokes, I dealt with him actually quite often. And I had an event that I was involved in where we had some speakers and stuff like that uh, with Sheriff Mack and the Constitutional Sheriff's Groups and stuff that, as you know, we're involved in. And I invited a bunch of media to that event, and I called, uh, or I invited a couple of media people uh, and the, I don't know if they didn't get my messages or whatever, but it was World Net Daily Columnist, and they didn't really respond to me. And so then I emailed Joseph, and I'm like, hey, Joseph, it's Sam Bushman, and here's what I'm trying to do. And he goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. We've been having trouble with our email. Let me get you in contact with the people that you want. I think that they can go to your event. And he literally set it up for me, and these people went to our event and were some of the speakers for the event. I've worked with many of them, Bob Unruh, um, Colin Keepernick, no, not Keepernick, wow, Colin Flaherty, it was his name, he's not with WND now anymore, but I, I worked with Bob Unruh, Colin Flaherty, uh, we've worked with uh, several others, Joe, oh, what's his name, Kurt, Joe, uh, anyway, I'd have to look them up, I don't have every name at my fingertips. Sorry, uh, not uh, Joe anyway. Biden and not Joe, uh, Joseph Farah, no. so another Joe in there, huh? Yeah, he works for WND. We can look it Sorry. up. I can find it. But anyway, so I've worked with several of their and had several, um, Art Moore. We've had him on the radio, worked with him several times. I mean, Art Moore's probably been on the radio program two or three times. Bob Unruh's been on the show several times. Joe, oh, what's his last name? Anyway, he's been on the radio with us a, a few times. So, you know, Joseph Fair has really delivered on this idea where he says, hey, you know what, contact our journalists. would love to. You're not talking about Corsi. No, Jerome Corsi okay. was an article okay, yeah, writer sorry, for WND.com, and he's been on the radio with us a bunch, too. Right. I mean, he's probably been on more than any other even, maybe, Jerry Cor mm -hmm. Corsi. Um, no, it's Joe. I'll try to look it up on the break. But anyway, all I'm telling you is we've dealt with many of their columnists, and we recognize them by name. And we've worked with them and had them on the radio, and they've appeared at our events. And Joseph Ferris has been on the radio with us several times. He'd write an article and I'd email and say, hey, Joseph, are you available to talk about this? Absolutely. When would you like? And uh, Anyway, we've worked with them over the years. And I even called Joseph Ferris and talked about radio and said, hey, do you want to invest in radio? And he said, you know, at this time, I just don't know that I have the funding. This was right after 2015 when he started getting slammed. He's, he goes, I just got a problem on my hands. I'm interested in radio. I'm so grateful for what you guys are doing. Um, you know, please keep in touch. I'm not saying never. I'm just saying I don't. I can't handle it right now. Which now we see it all unfold and understand why. Um, but he literally was willing to work with us, and he's like, please, you know what? Partner with us and and promote us, and you know, we'll even work on a way to promote you. Uh, by the way, that never unfolded. But you know, when the guy has a series of strokes and world nuts, or I'm sorry, and the big tech is taking everybody down, I understand how we never followed through on that. Uh, but I believe Joseph Farah is a Christian man. 
a good man, a man who uh, is who he says he is. And I know a lot of people over the years have criticized uh, WND for various reasons. Oh, they won't cover this. They won't attack the Jews. They won't do that. They won't. They don't. They only dig so deep. And you know what? I've found the opposite. I agree they don't dig as deep as some news services do on some cases. But you've got to have lines of what do you focus on? You know, do I want to focus on the uh, the Catholic Vatican? Do I want to focus on the Jews? Do I want to focus on? And some people do, and that's fine. Uh, but more of us want to focus on kind of broader discussions uh, about how we can make a difference and save the country and promote God and family. And, and so, you know, do I believe that there are people in higher echelons at different groups that are problematic and part of the globalist agenda, the tyrannical satanic cabal? Yes, I do. But I find that attacking organizations with a broad brush just isn't helpful. And I think Joseph Farah found the same. I don't mean to speak for him, but... And so I don't begrudge him for that. I think that he's done the very best he can. And to this day, Joseph Farah, WND.com, has stood by the birth certificate research they've done. The proof is in his latest column. To this day, they're still keeping the Seth Rich story alive like nobody else is, except for us, Kurt. Uh, and so I really see that Joseph Farah does not back away from hard-hitting news. He does have a Christian outlook on life and on the news. His writers are friendly to Christians, whether they are or not individually. I don't know every, uh, every you know, one of them or whatever. Uh, but I know that, that he's maintained, to the best of my ability as I can see, the drudge headlines are as good as they ever were. I don't think that, that he has capitulated or shut down or changed much. I think he's really tried to be true and strong and steady in the media more than most. You know, you can say, well, somebody else is way more hard-hitting. Yeah, and most of them have been flashing the pans, too. They're here today and gone tomorrow. Whereas Joseph Farah and uh, Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby and others, we've pretty much stood the test of time, folks. I mean, if we keep it up, we'll be on the air as long as Limbaugh was, right? So all I'm telling you is we're not perfect, and neither is Joseph Farah. But I'm telling you, behind the scenes, I've worked with a lot of people. And behind the scenes in the news media, you find out that most of the people who purport to be a certain way or a certain aren't. But I'm telling you right now, behind the scenes, Joseph Farah, as far as I've been able to determine, and I've worked with him several times, has been true to form, an honest, good Christian man who really is about furthering the news that Edwards refused to use cause. Quick pause. Kurt can respond and speak out in seconds as well on your radio. Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, it doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Oh, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to data. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. Isn't it about 
time. Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. I'll see you soon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. Welcome back with you live. Um, we're talking about Joseph Farah. Sam's recounting personal stories and behind-the-scenes information. Uh, Joseph Farah wrote a column uh, that's up on the WND.com website right now. Um, Drudge finally cancels WND after 24 years, Joseph Farah. And Joseph kind of recounts a little bit of the back-end history and, and, and some of the stuff you might not know behind the scenes. We're doing the same thing about Joseph Farah. And I believe Joseph is a stand-up guy. I really do. And I know some are critical of him and everything else. But I'm telling you right now, I've had nothing but polite, kind, great responses from him. Uh, and I commend him. By the way, the author's name that I was trying to think of named Joe, it's Joe Kovacs, Kurt. Uh, and again, we've worked with the authors uh, at WND for a long time. And all of their authors have been really readily available to, to um, uh come on the radio with us and talk about their columns and talk about what they're working on and just do a phenomenal job. And uh, when they say, Oh, you can get a hold of our columnists or our authors and talk about things. And Hey, it's real. I've found over the years, it's real. Um, I mean, there's also been some authors that they have that aren't even as popular or well-known, even those guys. Um, like I remember one time I tried to contact an author. I don't remember the name of the author right this second, but I do know um, that Joseph, when I emailed him about it, he's like, Hey, that's not a normal author. That's, that's full time with us. But I can reach out and with an email, add you into the loop and, and, and get you in contact with them. And he did. We had them on the air. It was, a, it was a female. I don't have her name handy right this second. But all I'm telling you is Joseph was a stand-up and is a stand-up guy. And so when a guy like that says, after all that he's been through, the strokes, the difficulties, the takedowns by the government and the Internet and the big tech and everybody else, when he gives a message at the end of his column that says, hey, I've got a plan to work on this, to not only endure but to prosper going forward and the guy's 67 years old uh, i'm impressed kurt and i'm full of hope that guys like that guys like donald trump guys like um mike lindell guys like can really uh make a difference can really uh i don't know what you want to say but i hope enough of us can gather together and we can reject the tyrannical clutches of big tech in bed with big government in bed with uh, the collegiate world to take us all off and destroy our five First Amendment guarantees. 
Anyway, I digress. But, Kurt, do you want to add uh, anything on this? You've even worked with some of the Joseph Farah's uh, columnists and authors and stuff like that, too. Well, I know that, um, you know, I think you've covered the uh, World Net Daily part very well. And I think this is, uh, you know, part of this program that we're putting together today is, a, I guess you could say, a historical run through, if you will, of of our time and what we've seen, you know, that uh, it's based on Joseph Vera's, uh, uh, you know, piece with Drudge, but it's also, we, we're we expanding it into what we've seen and watched. And, uh, you know, I was looking at the, uh, uh, you know, a little back there for, uh, you know, for example, uh, with our buddy uh, Chuck Harder, who, you know, was very influential in our early days uh, and i was seeing the uh old article from uh world net daily on him april 30th 2018 says in memoriam talk radio pioneer chuck harder dies was on the forefront of broadcast evolution forging new paths and uh you know it's interesting how so many of these guys you know andrew breitbart uh um you know joseph farah um uh, uh, Chuck Harder in this case, you know, they, they come up against, uh, well, the big, um, I guess you could call them the uh, mainstream or the lamestream media or the big insiders, and uh, Chuck Harder did that. Uh, he was an NBC host uh, earlier, and then he, uh, you know, he saw that he was getting uh, what we were trained or, you know, taught about was uh, the velvet hammer where they would say hey chuck don't be talking about things like this uh you know you need to talk about some other stuff here and uh you know he he started his own network it was called the people's radio network back in the i don't know uh, in, right in our early times in there and stuff like that and uh the uh World Net Daily guys document it pretty well, uh, but then they also, uh, he came up against uh, Hillary and uh, Clinton's crowd uh, and the United Auto Workers, uh, basically, and uh, was taken down to uh, kind of a very small uh, part of what he had formerly done. And uh, we've seen that um, over time uh, in so many instances where somebody was going to be I, what I'd call a, I guess you could say a threat to the uh, big media. And, uh, you know, then they've been taken down. Our buddies, uh, like our uh, buddy Jerry Hughes with his program, Washington uh, on Trial and Conceived in Liberty. Uh, and then uh, our friends, the uh, Fijos, uh, you know, had the, went on and did a lot of work. And uh, I was looking at their article. Um, where they talk about the uh, book that uh, Trish Fijo wrote called uh, uh, Standing for Something, if I were standing, anyway, I can't remember exactly. I had it here in front of me, but, uh, you know, there's so many, um, I guess you could almost, oh, they called it Call to Stand, uh, How Small Christian Ministry Courageously Stood Up to Government Tyranny, and... Uh, so many of these people have uh, been, well, beat up, if you will, in so many cases by uh, government. Um, 
and uh, that kind of thing. And you, you wonder about what happened with the true story about Breitbart. But uh, so much of this is all connected to that. Uh, you know, and you've chosen, uh, uh, Sam, in your efforts to, uh, you know, participate in the uh, media and stuff, uh, you've chosen a different kind of a, a path where, like you say, uh, you know, it was a way that you could maintain your uh, uh, being on the air and that kind of thing, and yet, uh, you know, others have uh, criticized you without uh, moving forward in other areas like uh, YouTube and all these others, and yet so many others, uh, you know, like our buddy Dennis Prager have complained that, hey, they took away his uh, money and that kind of thing, uh, and yet uh, you saw that I guess you could say coming, if you will, and and uh, so it's just interesting looking at all those and trying to put those pieces together. Uh, but you know, to to use a term uh, that I think is uh, you know kind of highlighted by uh, uh, Joseph Farah and his uh, last part of his article that you you know, brought up, he says, "But I have a plan to survive and flourish in the future," and uh, you know I. <laughs> Lately, one of my favorite little uh, tunes that I like to hear is the the Beach Boys uh, tune called uh, Don't Worry Baby, you know, everything will be all right. And I don't know, you know, that to me that the big picture is that uh, if you really remember who's in charge of this whole thing, and that is the God of heaven, and he's more powerful than uh, even Google, um, and he can basically make sure that uh, things go right. And uh, in the end, um, you know, and along the way, uh, even people, you know, that have suffered these tough times like uh, Joseph Fair and others, I think they've been supported and uh, strengthened by, uh, well, their uh, good Christian roots that you've mentioned, Sam, and uh the uh, God of heaven moving forward. And uh, many times people say, well, hey, how could these bad things happen to good people? You know, uh, that kind of thing. And and yet, uh, you know, if you look at Jesus's life, uh, it wasn't like just a, uh, you know, sitting on the beach drinking pina coladas. You know, it was, uh, I mean, he had to deal with some pretty rough times. And so I don't think it should surprise us or Joseph Fair or anybody else that there'll be some tough times in our uh, earthly experience, huh, Sam? Yeah, and the followers of Jesus Christ have, you know, had a little bit of a road to hoe too. Uh, you know, he says, you know, my my way isn't easy. You know, following Jesus Christ is not an easy task. <clears throat> but he does, you know, promise great rewards for doing so. Uh, and he does, um, you know, offer comfort and strength and guidance and direction and and um you know those things and so you know it's it's a road to hoe it's it's tough to do what's right it's tough to stand in the gap it's tough to you know preach liberty in a land that seems to be gravitating towards tyranny but i agree with the message that says you know what it's gonna be all right i agree with the message that says hey i know things are rough but you know there is hope at the end of the tunnel and i believe as we keep the commandments of god i think there's a lot of wonderful things to look forward to. And I think our task should be, what can I do to make a difference? 
Maybe as Chuck Harder used to say, I can't change the world by 3 o'clock, but I can do my part. And that I shall do. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas announced new guidelines on Tuesday to limit the arrest of illegal immigrants in or near courthouses. Alejandro said ensuring that individuals have access to the courts advances the fair administration of justice, promotes safety for crime victims, and helps to guarantee equal protection under the law. End quote. Idaho Governor Brad Little signed an abortion bill into law Tuesday that would make it illegal for a woman to terminate her pregnancy after a fetal heartbeat can be detected. The law does make exceptions for medical emergencies, rape, and incest. A police report would be required. The customs agency for Beijing, China, released data on Monday that showed trade with the United States increased by 133% since President Biden took office, earning the communist country $12.5 billion in the first quarter. Thank you for listening. We are USA Radio News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. President Biden will address a joint session of Congress and the American people tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Tim Burke from the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau has some details. Roughly 200 guests will attend President Biden's joint address to Congress on Wednesday. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki saying Biden is deeply involved in the development of this speech. Psaki saying he will lay out the details of the American Families Plan and also mention a range of priorities in the coming months, including energy independence and the Green New Deal. When it comes to energy independence, Wyoming Republican Senator John Barrasso reminds us. Securing energy independence provides all Americans with a more safe and a stronger future. Uh, that's why I'm baffled, really baffled by the efforts of President Biden and his supporters in Congress to destroy entire industries in America and to force tens of thousands of Americans, fossil fuel energy workers, into the ranks of the unemployed. USA Radio News. Fade down the music. Don't worry, baby. Everything will turn out all right. Don't worry, baby. Ooh. I guess I should have kept my mouth shut when I started to
All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is hope in the republic. I'll tell you that right now. Hope in our Savior Jesus Christ, first and foremost, and hope in God, family, and country. Hope in the efforts that we can make as we work on it. Joseph Farah, after several strokes of being beat up by big tech, by government, by the military and and, uh, the universities, Literally shut down at every turn and having strokes. He's not giving up, folks, so we should not give up either. And um, in my opinion, what a great example, uh, in my opinion, for Joseph Farah, doing what he's doing and working hard on it. And Anyway, we commend him uh, for it. I also want to highlight that we don't really watch Drudge much anymore. I don't go to the page except for once in a great while. But I do go to Breitbart quite a bit still, and I don't think Breitbart is as hard-hitting as, as Breitbart himself was after he passed away, but I still think it's better than most. But I go to uh, a lot of news services. World Net Daily, I focus on a lot. I get news services from a lot of other modern places. Breitbart, I get news from. Need to Know News, I get news from. I watch the other side a little bit, New York Times and USA Today, because you know sometimes they really make a difference. Sometimes they really uh, tell the truth on things. It's rare. Usually their spin on stories aren't what I would focus on. Oftentimes I'll take an article that they have and, you know, bring the other side of the story to the table, kind of a thing. Uh, But, Kurt, you watch a lot of news sources too, right? Well, that's correct, Sam. And I I would like to kind of highlight one that is pretty impressive to me, and that is the Epic Times. Uh, I've watched as they have... uh, well, you know, they, they showed a lot of courage. Um, and you know a lot more about them, I think, than uh, probably than I do. Uh, but on their, on their site, um, you know, they basically uh, have their story. And so um, when you look at that, um, you know, they've, uh, on their About Us section, uh, where it says behind the subscription, it says the Epic Times is America's fastest growing independent news media. Founded in 2000, our mission is to bring you a truthful view of the world free from the influence of any government, corporation, or political party. They say, we aim to tell you what we see, not how to think. We strive to deliver you a factual picture of reality that lets you form your own opinions. Um, They say the EPOCH, E-P-O-C-H, in our name, represents our commitment to this mission. We believe that we live in truly epical times where the faithful representation of our current events won't just be important for the people of today, but also the generations of tomorrow. The records we keep now will directly inform the foundations of the history they'll learn and values they'll cherish, and this knowledge is what drives us. Um, You know, Sam, I I think they also, the way I understand it, these people have also had a lot of big opposition from the, uh, well, communist Chinese. And uh, so they, you know, they've dealt with that. And so they, um, they see the importance of, uh, well, an honest media, uh, truthful media, a free press, if you will. And, uh, you know, I, I read their little story because I think it fits even guys like, um, 
you know, Breitbart and World Net Daily and us and, you know, uh, Chuck Carter and so many others that we've already talked about on this uh, program, don't you? There's no question. And the Epic Times is one of the best uh, news services out there. Um, I think it's the kind of thing where, uh, you know, at first you're skeptical of a Chinese news service, right? You're just like, okay, you mean you want me to depend on the Chinese for news? Uh, but these people are freedom fighters in their own country, Kurt. That's kind of how this news organization started. If you study it and you go, mm, maybe I better give them a little more credence than I first thought. Now, let me give you a couple of headlines from uh, the Epic Times to kind of highlight what I'm talking about. Because really, there's some good people doing some great work. Here's two headline examples to make the point. First one says this. Washington Post stops presidential fact-check database. After 100 days of Biden, here's what happened. They were reporting so many negative realities on Joe Biden and his, some would say, gaffes or whatever, and others would say his outright lies, like I would say that, his outright lies. Uh, but it's been so egregious now, they, they're, they're still going to fact-check the president, they claim, but they're not going to keep a database of it anymore. Now, who but the Epic Times would bring that to your attention? Did you know the WAPO? <laughs> they're not going to keep the fact-check database on the president anymore because they know that literally it's going to make President Trump look really good and make Biden look horrible. They know that. So they're just going to stop it, Kurt. And it takes the Epic Times to bring this to your attention. Well, that's a perfect example of uh, what we were talking about. And um, it shows you their, uh, um, well, I guess you could say their twist, uh, you know, but I just enjoy folks who are pro-freedom, uh, pro-liberty, pro, liberty, pro um, the American way of uh, life. I mean, um, I know that's funny when you, when you connect it to, you know, some people from China, but the American way is, is freedom and liberty. And it's so important that we remember that if America uh, really stands for freedom and liberty. It helps people everywhere, Sam. Uh, it's not just a, you know, a thing for the United States. It's it's a blessing to people everywhere when people have liberty and freedom. Amen to that. So that's an example. Now let me give you one more headline from uh, the Epic Times that I think really relates. So I was the one that said, "Hey, it's a Chinese news service. Can you really trust that?" But here's the next headline that I think really kind of tells you the story. It's really kind of a, 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 a quick extraction of the whole history of the Epic Times in a way, Kurt. Here's what it says. Chinese national sentenced to 14 years for laundering drug money from Mexican cartels. So now you got the Chinese um, and the Mexican cartels working together. And it takes the Epic Times to tell the Americans about it, Kurt. Well, and you're not, I mean, I, I would just bet that you're going to have a real hard time finding that in the New York Times that has a, a major stockholder in what Carlos Slim, you know, one of the big uh, Mexican, uh, you know, um, rich guys, uh, as well as, I mean, they don't want to highlight these problems, uh, Sam. I mean, uh, you look at that whole Uyghur thing, uh, you know, with and then connect it to, um, 
the NBA and all this, you know, big business, if you will, Apple and so many others uh, who, you know, they complain about, you know, the so-called, uh, you know, past of America with slavery and that kind of thing. And yet, what about the current uh, slavery that goes on, you know, both uh, when we have a, a borderless America, you know, uh, with the cartels and all that kind of stuff and and or the uh slavery in communist china where they're uh you know basically uh extracting people's organs uh etc and it's just it's just you know the kind of news that you go <laughs> uh, you're not going to hear that on the Sean Hannity program News that I refuse to use. Good point. And and also the slavery that happens when the Americans are uh, slaves to the communist plank known as the IRS or income tax idea. And what you got is Joe Biden wants to ratchet that up, Kurt. He wants to increase that kind of slavery. That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, I was looking to see uh, who else is talking about it. And I thought I saw a little piece from, uh, you know, a very impressive news source and that was uh mother jones uh on it uh that <laughs> um you don't really always follow but uh um uh, mother jones had a little something to say about the whole uh um irs thing let's see let's see if i can find this for you oh yeah it says the irs used to be a guard dog republicans neutered it then it says <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, I wouldn't really say they neutered it, but they did. Uh, they did take away some of the funding, and so uh, well, that's... Trump did the most to reduce the IRS of anybody, right. Kurt, in my whole lifetime. Right. That's right. Good point. All right, quick pause. I also want to tell you about another news service, Russia Today. Again, you got to go to the foreigners, but Russia Today has a fascinating article about Florida. You got to go to Russia to learn about Florida. Follow me. Hang tight. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. 
My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, so we're talking about some of the new services that we like over the years that we've worked with and that we first might have been skeptical of, but we're gaining confidence in. One of them is Russia Today. I'm not really super fond of Russian news necessarily, but listen up. Russia Today has been doing a great job, and you got to keep an eye on what they're doing, just like you keep an eye on uh, other news services. I trust uh, Russia Today, and I trust the Epic Times way more than I trust USA Today and uh, Washington Times or New York Times or any of these others. I'll tell you that right now. Well, anyway, listen to this headline from Russia Today. Ready? Florida set to release swarms of GMO mosquitoes as residents decry criminal experiment backed by Bill Gates and Big Biotech. So now you got mosquitoes that are being genetically modified and released into the Floridas. And you kind of go, what? <laughs> yeah. And people are freaking out going, wait a minute, this is experimental stuff. We don't want these genetically modified mosquitoes around here. Some are saying they're even putting in fake electronic mosquitoes, Kurt, like mosquito bots kind of a thing. Uh, and that their goal is to reduce the natural mosquitoes, use the genetically modified ones uh, and the robot mosquito, mosquitoes to change the game in Florida. And some say it might sound good, but it might be like Frankenstein mosquitoes in future years uh, if this is allowed to go forward. Okay, you got to go to Russia today to get that, Kurt. I don't know what you're saying. About it's that. Uh, stories that you're not going to find. I mean, uh, like, for example, Sam, the thing that kind of highlighted uh, another, I guess you could say, uh, deja vu or the uh, uh, snafu or whatever, when you watch or hear some of these, uh, you know, big media sources, I, I, I think it's interesting. You, you listen to, for example, Sean Hannity, and he'll do a three-hour program, and he'll say, "Gotta get to our busy phones." And you know, frankly, he might get like two calls in a three-hour program, and and at the same time, maybe touch on I don't know a handful of stories when he could go to so many other stories. I mean. Why would he not be able to find the stories that we can find for you, ladies and gentlemen? And because oh, the Velvet Hammer will shut him right down if he finds those, yeah, buddy. That's, that's why. exactly why. Um, and uh, you know, so that was one of the just one more reason to bring that up. You know, and Amen. how the power of the media, and as you've always said, uh, he who owns the media makes the rules. Uh, you know, and uh, hats off to our friends, uh, wherever they are, uh, you know, whether there are uh, people that help us stay on the air uh, that we've watched for years and uh, worked with, uh, and then, uh, you know, the behind-the-scenes good people that have uh, made it possible for us to do the little bit we've done, um, and then, uh, you know, people that are also working now to... Uh, bring things forward like uh you know joseph fair talking about his plan to flourish and we know of others who are working to try to 
push the cause of freedom forward, right, Sam? Yes, indeed, sir. And a lot of people would think, well, you guys would be critical if everybody else is starting these news services to compete with you. And it, it isn't like that, folks. We're not interested in that. We're interested in the more of us, the merrier, because we need more people to tell the truth. I've got two stories before the end of the hour that I want to get to. The first one's quite short. The second one I want Kurt to dig into in a little bit more detail. Here's the first one. You've got to go to WND.com to get this. Headline says this, systemic racism. You want evidence, Kurt? Do I want evidence? I think yeah. it's everywhere. Of systemic racism? Well, I mean, the headline from World Net Daily that I see about it says, uh, Brave New Schools, College Instructor Discusses Blowing Up and Gassing Whites in Coming Race War. Uh, oh, that's a different one. Blinks. Well, I mean, it's going with what you're talking about. Though, yeah, it, it is going. And it, and it really I mean, highlights the point. But here's Phyllis, Schla or Phyllis Schlafly's son, Andrew Schlafly, right? All right. All right. He wrote a column and he says this. Systemic racism. So systemic racism is that you're racist. You can't help it. You were born that way. Your privilege yeah. makes it that way. It's just so core that there's nothing you can do to. Well, so it says this. Systemic racism. If you ask for evidence, it proves you're a racist. Andy Schlafly. <laughs> and so this just kind of highlights the point that is being made about this where, you know, and it takes a world net daily to focus on that. And then you bring up the story that you just brought up about the gassing. Gas whites? Kurt, yeah, let me be I mean, very, very, very clear to these people. I don't want to gas anybody, dude. Right. I know. I mean, just think about that. That's, so this is a college instructor. It's, uh, you know, sourced uh, from WorldNet Daily, but their source is the College Fix. And they say the, a Barnard College English instructor was featured on a Canadian radio show in which he discussed blowing up and gassing white people in an imagined race war. Uh, according to the post-millennial on the CBC show Q, Ben Philippe was asked about a segment in his book, quote, Sure, I'll Be Your Black Friend, end quote, which describes detonating, and that's in quotes, white people while nearby air vents spew out noxious gas. Um... He goes on and says, or the article goes on and says, quote, when this race war hits its crescendo, I'll gather you all into a beautifully decorated room under the pretense of unity, end quote. That's what this Philip guy said. Uh, I'll give you give a speech to civility and all the good times we share. I'll smile as we raise glasses to your good white health. While the detonator blinks under the table, knowing the exits are locked and locked in the air vents filled with gas. End quote. You know that's some this is evil stuff, stuff Kurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, what are these people I mean, thinking? I don't want harm to come to any of God's children, Kurt. Right. Even Amen. if they believe like Hillary Clinton, or or even if they're Ghislaine Maxwell people. I mean, I'm not happy about yeah. their lives, their choices, and the abuse they've committed against others. But I don't want to add insult to injury and unnecessarily harm them. Good point. Now, I'd prefer that the law, uh, you know, is fully executed in their behalf, but I don't wish for any harm to... Anyway, it's just amazing, these people. Wow. All right, final story before the end of the hour, Kurt, that I want you to get to. Dr judge drops out of 2020 presidential recount, battled Democrats... Uh, stop to sue. They want to stop and sue over election results, Kurt. 
Um, so the bottom line is, I guess this drudge, um, I guess he had to recuse himself uh, because I guess one of the prosecutors or something used to work in his office. Uh, anyway, again, just more strange stuff about the election results, Kurt. The whole thing right. had to be rescheduled. And this is, uh, you know, Arizona's Maricopa County, which, you know, I'm from Arizona. Maricopa, Maricopa County is the biggest county and where the, you know, main bunch of, you know, uh, in my opinion, the havoc occurred on the, uh, you know, this last election. And, uh, you know, if you haven't heard about it, um, the Arizona Senate which is controlled by Republicans. And just because it's controlled by Republicans doesn't mean it's perfect. It just means it's going to be a little different typically than the Democrats. And, uh, you know, in this case, the Arizona Senate appears to be showing that it has some courage. And so they've called for an election audit and they've uh, employed guys like the Cyber Ninjas and some other guys to uh, look into the results. And uh, especially in Maricopa County, which is controlled, like most big cities, uh, controlled by the uh, Democrats, and uh, you know, so now they're they're the, it's just a back and forth deal uh, where they're trying to say, hey, don't look at this stuff here, and uh, no sense looking here, and yet, uh, you know, like they say, uh, Democrats turned up the volume in their campaign to discredit a recount of the uh, uh, this is a recount demanded by the state Senate Republicans as I mentioned uh, the Hill reported that Katie Hobbs a state secretary of state uh, and a Democrat charged quote a group of Republicans are continuing to try to appease their base who refuse to accept that quote Trump lost Arizona and that he's not the president anymore. Um, and she was being interviewed by CNN's far left host. This is, by the way, a World Net Daily uh, story, Sam. Um, and she was being interviewed by Chris Cuomo at the time. This recount of the 2.1 million ballots cast in the county uh, started uh, last week and has had, they say, a bumpy ride so far. Democrats sued to stop it, with President Trump noting a team of 100 lawyers dispatched to shut it down. So, uh, you know, uh, however, they say the work has continued behind locked doors while the agitating continued outside those walls. Uh, the Democrats' lawsuit by the Arizona Democratic Party and the Maricopa Supervisor Steve Gallardo um, claimed the recount violates state law, and a judge said he could suspend the work if the Democrats posted a $1 million bond, which they declined to provide. Uh, according to The Hill, Hobbs told Cuomo that her office has been working with a lawsuit that's been filed to try to address the security's concerns at a minimum. But, you know, the bottom line, Sam, there's, there's all this going back and forth. And and uh, like, kind of like they used to tell us, uh, Sam, when, when they'd say, hey, man, uh, we don't really want the government to have access to all our papers and all our files. And they'd say, well... If you don't have anything to hide, then what are you worried about the government getting that information? Well, in this case, 
you could certainly use the same uh, argument and say, well, if there's nothing, you know, wrong with this whole voting thing, then why are you suing to stop um, anybody checking on things? Right, Sam? Well, it's a fair, open, wise question. And my response is, you know what? Even if you believe there's nothing wrong, uh, why would you be scared? I uh, and w- unwilling to look into it. But I would take it a step further, Kurt, and even say this: Don't you want the elections to be as transparent and as accurate and as legitimate and as truthful and as moral and as accurate or whatever you want to as possible? Right? I don't care who you that's, are. All of us should want key, that, right? Sam. Well, they should, but Sam. That's exactly the point, and that's why you want to watch, for example, Mike Lindell's program, Absolute Proof, um, and um, you know get the get a handle on what really went on, and um, then you just got to ask yourself now, what am I going to do with this information? Am I going to support Amen. people like World Net Daily, like this program, uh, like Loving Liberty Radio Network, or am I going to just kind of say whoops that's a rough one and in the past we've kind of said let somebody else do it you know let a bigger donor do it i don't have the money every one of us needs to sacrifice to make these things happen we need to really have the world net daily wnd.com and uh, liberty roundtable live and lovingliberty.net we really need these things to be able to grow and have the funding necessary but it's going to require americans to jettison the mainstream press turn to us We need to work together and receive funding and support and listenership. And it's all up to you, my fellow Americans. For Sam and Kurt, thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully it'll be educational and entertaining on all of our broadcasts. Available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, tell the tale, donate liberally, would you please? God save the Republic of the United States of America.